green with envy. The opportunity of a lifetime does not come along very often, despite what advertisers would have us believe. According to the messages they put out in the media, newspapers, television, radio, or push right through your letterbox, it could well be a daily occurrence. For some people, however, it happens only once. For the rest of us, it never comes at all. Or if it did, we missed it. Whatever the case, I cannot think of a more appropriate description for the offer which was put out a week or so ago by a fellow living somewhere off to the north of here. It was such, such a startling offer that it was actually reported by newspapers. In fact, I can hardly bring myself to believe that it was genuine. Someone called Kunsa, not a name that you might immediately associate with trust and reliability, I grant you, was putting on to the market what he claimed to be the world's most enormous precious stone. It was a large-sized lump of jade, an unbelievable large-sized lump, to be more precise. He said it weighed 200 tons. This, if true, would certainly put it a carat or two ahead of the diamond and possibly in front of several of islands in the Gulf of Thailand. Now, if one of these characters who work the tourist crowd in Down Market Beach Resorts had closed in on me along the South Padia Strip, unwrapping his tatty velvet cloth and pushing his grubby little glass trinkets under my nose while whispering real drayed 200 tons you want to buy, I might not have been tempted to take him too seriously. But this was in the newspapers and therefore not easily dismissed. It was just below a story headline, Hopwell makes a U-turn, pledges to start services before games. You cannot get much more solidly reliable than that. Unfortunately, Mr. Saar, we can call him that now since he washed his hands of drugs, did not state a price. He merely said that anyone who might be interested should contact his son, a fellow called Chow Cham Hung. This is a person would then show the potential buyer the merchandise, or rather show them round it, presumably by Land Rover. Yes, well, you could tell the quality when we crashed into it, but you'll have an even better idea of it when we get to the other side sometime tomorrow morning. The item in question is said to be in a secret place. Though how secret a 200-ton boulder can possibly be is surely open to some debate. It is a bit like saying that Doi Intanon is in a secret place. You can imagine the scene. What's that thing under your mattress, up your lamyai tree, behind your outhouse, down your bar cow mai? What thing? There's nothing there. Yes, there is. That big, ugly brown thing. It must weigh 100 tons. 200, actually. Oops, gave the game away. The report went on to say that the impressive piece of Shan State substrat, try saying that quickly, might be bought by someone from Taiwan or the Middle East. Well, I say not on your life. If these foreigners think they can march in here and uproot a piece of Thailand's doorstep, then I say they have another thing coming. We do not want them plotting a takeover of sunny summer Prakan. 
nor do we want them walking off with 200 ton pieces of real estate from as near to the Thai border as makes no difference. Before you know it, there will be nothing but holes from Mesot to the Irrawaddy. I say that Thailand should jump in there first and buy the, this precious piece of Southeast Asian heritage right out from under their alien noses. It should, be, should not be too difficult. Despite our slight financial hiccups of recent months, we have plenty, plenty of currency reserves, according to our Prime Minister, and then there is that 10 billion baht loan that we are not going to make. We could always siphon off a part of that. Let us assume that the price of a 200 ton boulder of genuine jade, it is genuine, isn't it? Might be somewhere between 1 million, 1,000 million baht, give or take a satang. Wherever it falls in that range, it should be easily affordable to a country used to shopping for satellites and submarines, and where cabinet ministers' wives, in any case, probably spend more than that on handbags. The question that these are, that then arises is, what do we do with several rye of Shan State Jade? My own preference would, of course, count for less than nothing, would be to make a ring out of it. Men of influence like jade rings. This one could be made the official ring of the Prime Minister of Thailand. Just think what an impression it would make if our head of government were to walk into international conferences and multilateral gatherings wearing a 200-ton jade ring. I realise it would not be entirely practical. He would need the help of several regiments to carry it and he would almost certainly have to remove it while signing state documents and important international treaties. He would have to be careful not to drop it on Bill Clinton's toes, but just think what it should, would do for our image. An alternative, not quite so nationalistic, but closer to all of our hearts, would be to gouge out the inside and turn it into the world's first all-jade shopping centre. Imagine the effect on tourists as they stroll through corridors of solid green stuff on their way from Gucci to Marks and Spencers. People would travel from all over the world just to gaze at this marvel of modern Thai spending power. The economy would, not pick, would pick up in no time. Positive thinking is all it takes. Now what did Mr. Sars say his telephone number was? <laughs>